Welcome in. Good to have you on a Thursday edition of the Bill Michael Show. Kind of the uh, kind of the same old, same old, yet new stuff today. And I woke up this morning and I kind of got that uh, that burr under the saddle, if you will. And we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, if you want to get hold of the program, uh, the best way to do it, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can also find us over on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us uh, on the Facebook fan page. If you want to watch the program, read, respond, that kind of thing, you can find us Facebook.com slash the Bill Michaels Show. You can all tra- track us down on YouTube under uh, Bill Michaels Show on YouTube, on Twitch TV. Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And uh, you can also find us uh, on the website, which is simply thebillmichaels.com. But we're on uh, everything from Spotify to Apple iTunes to Google Podcasts, all that kind of stuff. So you can find us there as well. Uh, the national narrative, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. It's... Um, it's one of those things where I get the the, the Rogers stuff, and, it, and it's it's new, and everybody wants to talk about it, and okay, you know. Um, but it, it, how how so many people on the outside can get it so wrong is is beyond me, and especially, especially former players. Um, it, it, it's, it's really a, a, a weird dichotomy of like, what line of thought process are you going along? I was watching this morning, uh, on good morning football and good morning football laid it out. Here's Rogers. Here's the timeline. Here's what everybody's waiting for. Here's what Rogers had to say. And then they discussed, and I'm thinking this is a really well thought out timeline calendar of what could would should happen and then i flip over to the four letter network where everybody's got conjecture and I, i'm i'm and, and that's more listened to and more watched i get it and i watched it and it was like as i'm sitting there watching it my phone begins to ding and i'm getting text messages i got a buddy of mine in ohio that's texting me i got a friend of mine out in phoenix who's uh, doing some work out there, and he's out there for spring training right now, and he's texting me. They're all watching the same thing, and they're all texting me like, how can this be true? And I'm like, it's not. It's it, how, can you, how can you F it up so bad? That's what I want to know. Because it's, it, I get why Rodgers gets frustrated, because it's, that's not what he said. That's not what he's doing. So what was said was Rodgers uh, yesterday, and I, I wrote about it over on the Facebook fan page, and remember, he said, I've been doubted before. Honestly, I felt in the first year with Matt, he goes on and on like a game manager, blah, blah, blah. Then they drafted my replacement. Then I won MVP twice. I threw 85 touchdowns, nine picks, on and on and on. And then he said, and there's probably people right now who think I'm done. I thought I was done before I became an MVP twice. There would be plenty of inspiration down the road. First of all, that, that's it. I mean, he's, he's coming back, Okay. And there are players that say, well, he doesn't need to make a decision until June 1st, really. And I'm like, wow, what? What? June 1st? What? what you know, it, that's a player's perspective? It, no, it's in the next week. Here's the reason why. 
Okay, and if you think about it logically, and I'm not thinking about it as a player, I'm thinking about it as a GM, but you got to throw player thoughts and emotions into this thing. Okay, first of all, as a general manager, you need to know. You need to know what direction you're going to take your team. Are you going with Jordan? Because at that point in time, if he's not going to make a decision until June 1st, it's like, okay, I'm just moving on. We'll worry about you after June 1st then. There's, there's nothing we're going to get for you this year. There's nothing we can do. So we're moving on. Because you got to be committed. Okay. Then you have to figure out what money or you'll have available or won't have available, who you're keeping around, who you're not keeping around. Because remember, he gave you the the dichotomy of players and personalities that he would like in that in that locker room, which also means if he's not coming back till June first, he's he's not even committed right now. If he hasn't even made a decision by and I'm thinking, how can you how that doesn't even make sense. There's a June first deadline when it comes to money but not to to the decision for the team the team has to move on and I said this yesterday and I'll say it again today and it's it's something that people just tend to forget about because they say well you know the guys around them don't matter yeah they matter you better believe it matters you want to know who you're going into into the trenches with come training camp you want to know who your quarterback's going to be or, or not going to be who your who your leader is going to be do I want to sit around and wait for a guy that doesn't even know if he wants to play with us until June 1st no. Rookie minicamp's right after the end of April. In May. So, no. Don't want to go there. It's, it, it is Roger's decision. It is, it's wholly his decision. But to say, well, it's my decision and it's up to me and it's my life and blah, blah, blah. If you don't like it, then so be it. Then don't pay attention. Well, that no. Because what you do affects others around you. It, it, you know, it, it, it affects the team. It affects players. It affects guys that may or may not be thinking, are they coming back? It affects the restructure or non-restructure of contracts. It affects Jordan Love. It affects your coaches. It affects, I mean, it affects your fan base. All these people that you say you care so much about, and then basically you say, no, it's all about me. So that's not it either. How, how people can get this so wrong is beyond me. Rodgers doesn't have to make a decision really until maybe next week, you know, and then you get into the free agent market next because next Tuesday is the end of the uh, ability to franchise tag someone. So then you can get into the pre-tampering phase of free agency, and then after that it's free agency, okay? So, you know, like Baltimore, they can, you know, they still have time. They want to free franchise tag, you know, Lamar Jackson and do what they want to do or try to work out a contract, whatever it happens to be. You've got other guys that may be on one of those, you know, uh, you know, not, uh, uh, you know, maybe they get free agent or uh, franchise tag, but it's the non-tendered free ag- uh, franchise tag where you can go out and get your own deal. You can still talk to other teams, and if they decide to let you go, they can let you go. I mean, there's all kinds of other ramifications to all of this at this point in time in the league year. And then it comes down to the guys around you. So, look, I, I've said all along that I thought this week would have been the week for Rodgers to come out and make some, some type of decision, and, and he didn't. But, it, you know, if I'm a week off, okay, so be it. You know, no big deal. But the, the, the number one thing that I've said from the very beginning, from day one, from the end of the season, last game of the season, was simply let us know if you're coming back. And if you're coming back, one thing we want to know, one thing that we need to know, are you all in? That's it. Gutekind said it best.
This is what we expect for the return on our investment. And our investment was a three-year deal at $150 million. $50 million bucks a year, basically. You know, you're going to break it down in different ways, but that's kind of what it equates to. That's it. That's it. There's nothing more to that. And, and we've sat here, and I, I'm, I'm as guilty of it as anybody. We've spun this thing in many different ways. But after listening to Rodgers yesterday, that's it. He just has to make a decision as to whether or not he wants to play. The Packers have to look him in the eye and go, are you all in? And if Rodgers says, I'm at peace with myself, I'm ready to play, I've got a chip on my shoulder, I want anybody who doubted me to, to eat their words, and yes, Rodgers can talk about winning an MVP. That's fine. And I know people are criticizing him for not talking about championships, but I, I just I, I think if he just talks about playing at an MVP level, then chances are you're probably talking about that team being in the postseason and having a good shot at winning a championship anyway. MVPs, we know now he's got four of them. He doesn't need another one, okay? He doesn't have to have another MVP. What he has to have legacy-wise is another, is another championship. But when he talks about playing at an MVP level, that means you're playing the best of the best. So that's great. I'll take that. If that's what he wants to focus on, that's fine. But I don't think that's his focus. I think that's, that's a point of reference in a statement regarding level of play. So I, I, I just, yeah, you know, I know it's drama. I know there's a divaness to it. I get all that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I talk with Mike Clemens, and Mike is kind of like at times my, um, if I have to say that there's a Zen master, Mike is kind of it. So when Mike gets frustrated, I know, I know the stuff is real, right? And when I talk to Mike, I said, hey, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll throw these ideas out. And Mike will be like, no, no, he's just, this is just the way he is. And you just kind of look at him for who he is. And yeah, you can say it's a diva. Yeah, you can say it's self-absorbed. Yeah, you can say it's, it's you know, I don't want anything to do with the media. It's white noise, but yet listens to everything. Um, and reacts to it and does react to it. But in the grand scheme of things, he's doing what he does. He, ha you know, there's nothing illegal. There's nothing troubling about any of this. His, his character is not in question. Um, he's been a pretty straightforward and, and relatively honest guy. Uh, to the best he, you know, to the best of his ability, I guess. But all we're waiting for is a decision in a out-of-league year time frame where he doesn't really have to do something until maybe, let's say, next week. So why are we all up in arms about it? And I, and that's kind of it. And then I went back and I listened again, and I'm not going to play any of that anymore for you because I'm sure you're probably beaten to death with this stuff. But the whole Aubrey Marcus <laughs> podcast, uh, he's like a, quote, like a health and wellness coach and whatever the hell you want to call him. I, but dude's a weird dude, man. When they spend the first 12 minutes of, a, of an interview talking about how they wipe their butt, I mean, it's weird dude, right? Not my cup of tea personally, but to some it may be. So I can't totally knock it. But I... I'm just sitting here today after all of this spun since Rogers came out of the darkness and did the Aubrey Marcus podcast and everybody's got an opinion and, and I'm thinking to myself, what has this guy done? He's tried to be honest. He's tried to express himself. Yeah. At times it rubs people the wrong way or it makes you raise an eyebrow, but he doesn't have to do anything really until next week. So, 
And he said the the answer is coming soon enough, which I know he's dragging it out. It's, you know, everybody's waiting for the white papal smoke to come out at 1265. But, but in the grand scheme of things, it's like, you know, so be it. So be it. You know? Um, I just... I, I just... I kind of laugh about it. I, I think, to me, more than anything, is the fact that when he revealed that the first year coming into the situation, he felt like a game manager. And I thought, if you really want to look at something, look at that statement more than anything. In other words, I just ran the offense the way he wanted me to. And, oh, by the way, it worked. You bounce back from a horrific record to go thirteen and three. It worked. How you can how you can look down on that? I mean, you even reference your own numbers: eighty something touchdowns, like nine interceptions over three years. I mean, come on. How you can look at that and go, "It's just a game manager." Who cares? Who cares? You got to an NFC Championship game. Who cares? Right. But then you can understand the mental flexing of Aaron Rodgers when it comes to I want to run the offense the way I feel I need to run it. That, to me, was the more concerning statement than anything else. I just felt like I was a game manager. I, I didn't know. I didn't, I, I didn't feel good, you know. Um, I, that, that is so interesting. You know, he said, he said, I felt at times, like going back to 2019, like a game manager. I didn't quite understand at times what we were doing on offense. My job was to take care of the football, and I did. I threw four interceptions and 26 touchdowns. I went 13-3. and three. He says, and we went 13-3. and three. I should Let me paraphrase. But I felt like there was so much more. But you went 13-3 and three just running the, the, the offense which was about as pure of to the Shanahan style of offense as we've seen this team run since. And then the flexing of the muscles. Then they drafted my replacement. I won the MVP twice. 85 touchdowns, nine picks, as he says, you know. But you can see the mental flexing of this is what I want to do. This is the way I want to run it. This is the way I need to feel. Like he needs to feel like he has more of a control, more of a say, more of an input into that offense. And you can see it. We've seen it. We've talked about it. It's like it's reverted back to the old Mike McCarthy style of offense. Shotgun, shotgun, shotgun. Third and two, you're going deep, you know. Always with the stutter step, hand off the ball. Okay. A couple of flip outs to the side, you know, a couple of quick out passes. And then you're trying to go deep again, three and outs. I mean, that that's what we're accustomed to. From years gone by, if you want to throw it the Mike McCarthy way, with Nat, which now I look at it as more the Aaron Rodgers offense. I don't look at it as the Mike McCarthy offense. He's gone, man. Maybe during the Mike McCarthy days, but now you understand as Rodgers began to feel himself saying, I want to do this. This is the way I want to feel. He felt like a game manager. So what if it works? Tom Brady spent his life being a game manager. He just got the ball to the open man. Let them do their thing. And, and he's, got, he's got a lot of jingle in his pocket because of it, you know? So I think to me that's something more to focus on than it is when the decision's coming forth. 
is what will that relationship be like? You know, that type of thing. 877-867-1670. So out of all of this, out of all of this, I woke up today. Maybe it's because I listened to that podcast again. Maybe I woke up with a very Zen feeling or maybe I'm feeling the, uh, the, uh, you know, the, the metabolic synthesization crystals coming out of Mike Clemens' pocket or something. I have no idea. But today I woke up and I'm like, ah, it's it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, let's go to the phone calls. Let's talk to Raider Bob uh, listening to us in Hell's Corner. Raider Bob, what's going on, man? Hey, Unit, it's been a couple of years since we talked. But I wanted to call and say what a beautiful day. What a great day. Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniel both came out yesterday and said, there is no way the Raiders are going after Aaron Rodgers. And I thought, what, what, what a lovely idea. I, I was so happy mm-hmm. to hear that. Right. There is no yeah, way that, that, that Rodgers is going to get into a complicated offense like that at his age. He was kicking back when McCarthy wanted to continue to do motion to get defenses to identify a little bit more of what they were doing. I thought there's no way that Rodgers is going to survive in, a, in an offense as complicated as, as what McDaniel runs. Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. And I, you know, I mean, they've made they've made it clear that they are looking for long term, rather than just the band aid fix. And I thought yep. when they said that a couple of days ago, I think it was Monday is when they said the Monday or Tuesday. And I thought, well, that eliminates the uh, the possibility of getting Aaron Rodgers. That's not going to happen. Well, and the greater thing is, you know, hopefully, I, I don't like a lot of things that Mark Davis has done. I think he's trying to act like it's like his old man too much. But maybe he's finally turned it over to Ziegler, someone who knows how to build a good football team and how to do it the right way you know the, the rumor was that Derek Carr could not understand this offense that's why he's gone I'm hoping they pick up Garoppolo and then maybe in the draft get Richardson well if they pick up Garoppolo he would certainly have an insight into that Shanahan style of offense and being quote the game manager but Garoppolo's I mean for as much as everybody knocks him he's done nothing but have success so you, you know I mean you know, as long as you got a guy that can just run it the way it's supposed to be run, I guess, uh, you know, you've got at least the possibility of having everything go right. Because no play is designed to fail. So you run it the way it's supposed to run, and uh, you should have success damn near every time, short of a, a missed block here or there. Man, appreciate the phone call, but don't be a stranger. Thanks for listening to us in Hales Corners, as always. That's Raider Bob. Haven't talked to him in a while. Let's do this. We're going to step out. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. we got a lot more to get to. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. And uh, they got a lot of stuff, and it's back. The Dream Dance Theater uh, or the Dream Dance Steakhouse is uh, back, and they've got uh, the sports bar back. They've got the 360 bar. It's back, and uh, they got bingo, and it's back. It's back. And if you want to do a stay and play, that's there as well. Go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com, and see for yourself. That's our friends from Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. One of the worst things that you can hear, you have cancer. The worst is when you hear the words, your child has cancer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, it changes their world. Sometimes they can't even do things that they really love, like playing soccer, riding a bike, going to prom, attending school. Children with cancer spend a lot of time away from others. Time in the hospital, treatments, tired, nauseous, and they feel isolated. That's where Special Spaces Wisconsin steps in. They provide these children with a special space where they can not only sleep, but they can play, they can heal, they can spend time away from the challenges of their illness. 
It's a customized bedroom designed just for them. How about a princess castle or a pirate ship or a sports-themed bedroom? They transform that child's existing bedroom into a place that only he or she can imagine, a place for them just to be a kid. This effort is done with teams of dedicated volunteers and sponsors, just like our friends from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and all the community partners. If you'd like to find out more or to donate, go to specialspaces.org. That is specialspaces.org. I know the uh, the weather outside has been nice and then cold and then snow and then on and then off again and all that kind of crap. Uh, but I'll tell you this, there is uh, there's a tremendous place in Franklin, Wisconsin. You can still go and hit the ball outdoors, get your swing on, work on your game a little bit until the, uh, until the courses open back up. That is Lux Golf Bays, L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBays.com. L-U-X-E, LuxGolfBase.com down in Franklin. You can make a reservation for yourself. You can you can just show up. You don't always need a reservation. they got tons. I think it's like 50-something bays. It's three tiers, three decks of bays. And you can do it in the heat. They have heated bays. Uh, you can uh, sit there at the bar. They have food they can bring out to you. I mean, uh, all of that is tremendous. And I highly recommend Lux Golf Base. L-U-X-E, Lux Golf Base. It's over there in the Rock Complex, uh, the Rock Sports Complex in Franklin, which continues to grow and continues to be this big giant staple in the middle of uh, Franklin. Uh, but LuxGolfBays.com, that is LuxGolfBays.com. Tremendous place. Highly, 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 re- highly recommend it. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. SLS Pro 4 says, uh, when it comes to Rogers, if you can go on a podcast and discuss everything under the sun via your closet retreat, then you should be able to pick up the damn phone and call your employer. What do football fans know? They just pay for his salary, and this should be up for a vote. Uh, Susan, the Brewer fan, says uh, Rogers has the right to make his own decisions on his own time. We have the right to be upset with him for what he's doing to us and the organization. Correct me if I'm wrong. Susan, no, I said that yesterday. I, I said that yesterday. I said um, that Rogers, in that discussion, talked about, you know, respect. And, you know, respect, you know, myself, the process, you know, if you don't understand it, you know, don't make fun of it, but, you know, respect it. And, you know, I said I equated it to a, a conversation I had with my 16-year-old daughter at one point. When she was all into, you know, coloring her hair and the ear piercings and and just looking like a somewhat of a train wreck and was talking about I was talking about employers and her getting a job. And she goes, well, they have to respect me and you got to respect me and this and that. And I said, this is true. But you have to then respect their opinion of what they want to represent their company or what kind of rules I have in this particular house. You have to respect that, too. If you want respect, it's not just all about you. You can't just say, walk around and say, respect me. It doesn't work that way. You know, especially if you uh, if you want to poo-poo everybody else's opinion, but yet you want them to respect yours. It doesn't work that way because then you become nothing more than a walking billboard of hypocrisy. So that was the discussion. And so I completely understand where you're coming from, 100%. I, I, I wouldn't argue with you on it. Wouldn't argue with you on it. Uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, 
I'm not getting um, I'm not getting crazy over this. I guess is the best way to put it, right? Uh, I think it's a, a, a we are less than two weeks away, but more than a week away. I think it's the 14th, if I'm not mistaken, um, that the new league year begins. So, which is like the free agency market. So this is the way you look at it: is next Tuesday, the seventh, is when the unofficial tampering period is allowed in the NFL. When they start making deals with free agents, money starts getting tossed around. You start hearing about some of these contracts, but nothing is officially signed and done until the 14th. Okay. That's when the new league year begins. And that's where you have to be so many, you have to be under the salary cap and blah, 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 blah. So technically Rogers doesn't have to make a decision until the 14th, you know, as far as the team goes. Um, But you would like to know by by next Tuesday, right? You kind of figure that. And I've thought all along that the announcement would go to the Packers first, and then you would hear what's going on. So maybe it comes after the combine. Maybe, you know what, maybe he's like, you know, hey, Goody's down at the combine, texts him, said, hey, let's talk when you get back. Okay, great. Goody gets back from the combine. They're sitting in the office over the weekend, and on Sunday, Monday, Sunday night, Monday, he gets a text that says, hey, I'm coming back. I'm ready to go. Let's do this thing. Goody and him have a conversation, you know, about what, you know, direction they want to take the team, what he wants to do, what they want to do. And I'm sure they already have something in mind, right? They they have an idea of what's going on. So does Rodgers. Um, and then, you know, Rodgers probably goes on McAfee and talks about, you know, yeah, I'm ready to come back. I'm ready to be fully vested. I, I'm I'm ready to go, I, you know. And then the questions are going to come up. You know, hey, are you committed to going to and being a leader? Because Gudikins talked about leadership, different leadership roles. He did not mention Rodgers in that leadership role specifically. Do you go and, you know, do you, are you going to show up? Are you going to be there? And I'm sure that's going to be the question that Rodgers is going to be asked by Goody. And Rodgers is already going to give his answer, right? So, and Goody will know. Is he all vested? Is he all in? Yes or no? And if he's not, then he says, hey, I'm at peace with wherever I end up playing. We've talked about working this thing out. But I'll tell you this, it seems to be anyway that with everything that's gone on, and, and, and again, Rodgers has the right to do what he wants to do. I understand that. But it seems with everything that's gone on, the questions today became not whether or not you want a future Hall of Fame quarterback in your fold, but do you want all that he brings in your locker room? If he doesn't want to be there early, if he doesn't want to be fully invested to the workouts and working with young guys and, and getting everybody on the same page, do you really want that in your locker room? Do you really want the guy that just strolls in, says, be on my level, follow me, I don't come in and do these things because I'm level 200, you're level 100? Do, do you want all that? You know, so the most likely candidate – for Aaron Rodgers to come back to would be to the Green Bay Packers. Because it seems like at least from the talk outwardly, now we know this time of year is all misleading crap from general managers, but the outward talk right now is there's not a lot of teams that want that. And maybe, you know, with everything Rodgers does or doesn't do, it becomes a detriment to even trading him. Because maybe he's not – if you don't have anybody to trade against – if I'm the Jets and the Jets still want him, then the Jets are like, well, the Raiders are out. Who else is there other than maybe an NFC team and you don't want to send him there? 
So instead of giving you a first round pick, maybe we'll give you a, a two and a conditional two. You know, I mean, just just craziness. You know, if you if you're not trading against anybody, then why give away the farm? Now the the Packers could always say, well, then screw it, we're not going to trade them away. But then you're creating your own situation, right? And you're not bringing Rodgers back to be a backup. That's not going to happen. So there's a lot of there's a lot of ripple effect to all of this. But right now it's like, eh, you know, you got another you know five days, six days, something like that, and then you'll move on. Then you then you'll figure it out. You know. Um. The uh, Brett says, uh, "What is the big deal of sending him to Carolina?" Okay, suppose he looks at it and goes, "I'm not ending my career." playing for a lackluster team in Carolina. Not going to do it. I retire. Then you get nothing and you got to pay him. It has to be as much as there is a no trade clause or not a no trade clause in his contract. His he, he holds the cards because he can walk away and go, "You know what? Screw it. I'm retiring." And then you owe him the money. You know? That that's that's the reason. Uh, JJ said it's interesting though the Jets have not signed uh, Derek Carr yet. Must be waiting for something. the uh, The Carr thing is interesting because Carr said, not the Jets. Carr said, "I am not signing right away. I want to fully vest myself in the free agent experience." So that may apparently they had some really good meetings. But that may not be the Jets' decision. That might be more Carr's decision. And you know what? As long as Carr wants to drag it out, then that's, you know, <laughs> that's pretty much beneficial to the Jets as well. So the Jets probably aren't in some kind, of, some kind of a major hurry if there's still a possibility of getting Aaron Rodgers fully invested into their team. Uh, Brett says, well, I didn't mean it as the Carolina Panthers, but as a non-divisional team, in this in the NFC. Well, but if you feel like you have a legitimate shot at b- because of the lack of prolific teams in the NFC, um is it easier to do you think fight through Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, um you know, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes? I mean, I can go through the list, Justin Herbert who's an up and comer. Is it easier do you think to fight through the AFC and put Aaron Rodgers into the AFC and then the only time you're really going to face him is if you make it to a Super Bowl. Or do you want to – there's only, what, three or four teams right now that you think are legit probably in the NFC. Philadelphia, Dallas, San Francisco. Who else is legit? Bueller. Bueller. Right? They're They're going to pay Daniel Jones – a god-awful amount of money in New York and be tied to him, and I don't know if he's the guy or not still, but he certainly picked up his game this year, and Dable got the most out of him. They're still searching for a quarterback, uh, a legit guy in Washington. As much as you look at the NFC North and Justin Fields, I think the the Bears are still a ways away. Detroit's an up-and-comer. Minnesota is going to be an enigma uh, this offseason. I don't know what it is they're going to do in year two. Nobody in the NFC South seems to represent. And the only team, you know, Kyler Murray's coming back from the injury and the surgery. But, you know, unless you get a really healthy Matthew Stafford, they're still 
behind the the you know behind the the line of salary cap and you know roster issues because of it because they went for everything a couple of years ago and they won the Super Bowl, but it then you know set them back a couple of years. So really, and, and Seattle is a good team. I don't think they're a great team. So really, it's it's Dallas, it's Philadelphia, and it's San Francisco. And if you ha- if you think the Packers are a viable postseason team, really the only place that it would make sense for Rodgers to go with the injuries that they have right now would be San Francisco. That would probably be acceptable to him to have a legitimate shot at a Super Bowl, right? I mean, think about that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Gaze into the crystal ball. What do you see? A win, perhaps? This March at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel, find your fortune with a share of 500000 in cash and prizes. Play with your club card, and each Thursday you could discover thousands in reward play or up to 10000 in cash. We predict great things for you. Find your fortune only at Pottawatomie. Visit PaysBig.com slash Fortune 5. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. You got to hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in the pocket. Hit it, make it, rock it, put it in Good to have you back, and uh, don't forget, I did a little grilling yesterday. I was fired up. Got outside. It was nice. It was sunny. Did a little grilling. Uh, I did. Uh, I did a little grilling with the. Uh, I, not, I didn't use the burn pit barbecue sauce. I used the rub. Uh, they have a. I can't remember the name of it. They have different military themed rubs, and I used one of the rubs on just simply a, a fillet. I had. A, I bought a bacon wrap fillet from my buddy Paul Robert at Robert Special Meats, and put it on there. Oh my God, the thing was fantastic. I seared the outside of both. Brought it in, threw it in a skillet for about, I don't know, about an extra 10 minutes. Darkened up the inside a little bit. And it was absolutely perfect. Oh, my God, so good. Uh, Love the guys at Burn Pit Barbecue. BurnPitBBQ.com. That is BurnPitBBQ.com. The best part about it is they are uh, located in the state of Wisconsin. They're a Racine-based company. And in addition to that, they are veteran-owned. I can't recommend them enough. That is BurnPitBBQ.com. BurnPitBBQ.com. Uh, Sean says, so what? If Rodgers retires, no big deal. Then the Packers don't have to pay him. They they do. Uh, here, now, if Rodgers retires, he forfeits the fully guaranteed $60 million. Okay, he forfeits that. Uh, which, you know, again, he said that the decision would not be influenced by money. Okay? But the Packers would, though, have a $40.3 million hit of dead money. And that would be for a salary cap charge for a player that no longer is even on the roster. The dead money would consist of $32.6 million in, do- in roster bonus and the proration of $7.6 million of the 2023 bonus that already existed before his new deal. So $40.8 million was thrown in there by the Rodgers camp to be a roster bonus unlike a signing bonus. The Packers don't have the right to recoup any of that money, he would get paid. That was the way it was written into the contract. So they're not in the best position to absorb that. 
Uh, there is uh, $229 million of the 2023 cap commitment with 48 players under contract. We know that. They've gotten down now to about $16, 17000000 million under. But, so he would give up the guaranteed $60 million, but he'd still be paid. He'd be paid because they pushed back those roster bonuses and signing bonuses over the years. He still is owed money, and he would count uh, $40 million against the cap immediately, and he would be paid that money. So it's not like if he walks away, he's just giving up on everything. He's still, and it says right in the contract that the Packers do not, this is the way it was written. The, the dead money consisting of 32.6 and then a, 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 another bonus, a proration of 7.6, the Packers do not have the right to recoup uh, for any type of contract breach, including retirement, after the 2022 league year with that roster bonus. So he does get paid. So that's why you have to you, – you still have to figure this out. You can't just say, oh, screw you, you're out of here. You, you, you still – there has to be – you know, Rodgers has even alluded to that fact, that there would be a different number, you know. It would be a different number. It would have to be. Um, JJ says, big question at the quarterback in Miami with Tua's durability, could uh, that be another spot for a free agent quarterback to go? Yes. I, did you listen to the, the – um, they had the uh, the coaches. Now we know Matt Le- Matt Lafleur and a, a few of the other coaches are not uh, at the combine, which is becoming a little more popular. Um, which is a little little different than years past, um, because now you know what you know what COVID did. COVID ruined the ability for people to meet face to face, because that was the way it was done. And then we discovered Zoom, and we're like, oh, this is easy. We don't have to do anything anymore. And it's it's. You know, have you ever, have you tried to have a Zoom conversation when you're actually trying to have a conversation? And as people start to talk over each other, you're like, what? No. Okay, no. Oh, well, it, and that's the way the conversation goes. It's a pain in the ass. But that's the way coaches are now interviewing some of these players is through Zoom. They're not even looking them in the eye, so to speak. They're, they're in another room. Uh, so head coach uh, Mike McDaniel was at the podium the other day. <laughs> And when asked about Tua in the future, he says something about, like, he's our quarter. It was almost like John Madden gave him the script from years gone by. He's our quarterback, and we have every intention of uh, making sure that his health and wellness are of the forefront. And, uh, you know, uh, we we look at the quarterback position, uh, a leadership role that – you know, while, you know, your quarterback needs to be healthy, we got to make sure that Tua health is, is good. So, you know, when you, when you have a quarterback under center, you got to know that you're going to have longevity and durability. But and it's like, what? You didn't say anything. It was just this long diatribe of crap. And he was using duality and, I mean, just all kinds of, like, words that didn't even fit, you know? Like, they were just made up almost. And so, which that went viral, uh, by the way. That was one of those just conversations about Tua. You, you know, you, you, you walked away going, he said absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing. I, the, you could have asked him the same thing about what color underwear was he wearing. I mean, he said, it was like a minute answer of nothing. So to answer your question, yes, that could be a legitimate landing spot. For a free agent quarterback or a trade, because uh, Miami certainly is a team that's, you know, on the cusp of being right there. 
Uh, they play in a hell of a division. Uh, you know, again, you got to go back to if you're Rodgers, where do you want to go? You want to play against Josh Allen? You want to play against the Jets' defensive front that beat the hell out of you? You know, New England, you know, we'll see what Mac Jones progresses into, but they're on the come, you know, and they finally got themselves a, an offensive coordinator, right, after the Matt Patricia disaster last year. Um, you can't imagine they're going to be down for too long. Bill Belichick's just too good of a coach. So do you want to get in that division? Do you want to do that? So, yeah, right, Bryant? Bryant says, well, we need the Mike McCarthy translating computer, <laughs> right? That was just a beep, 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 beep. Uh, No idea. That should have been it. No, no idea. Uh, I'm a highly successful football coach, and no idea. That would have been it. So, good stuff. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, I have been asked over and over again. Now, granted, I, 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 I do the new mail thing, and you know that. But I was talking about some products the other day. And before I got fully invested in it, I wanted to kind of look at it. Uh, Kristen uh, and I got involved with this company called Trinont, T-R-A-N-O-N-T. And they came to us and wanted to talk about health and wellness products and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm not big into the skincare stuff, believe me. But there is so much when it goes to collagen, when it goes to meal supplements and replacements, to enzymes and such. I'm somebody that's had a lot of uh, acid reflux in my life. And I take Prilosec like Pez. And they said, just try it. And I started on it right before we went to Super Bowl. And during the week of Super Bowl, I started working with the, the Trinon people, and I started working with um, the New Mail. And in conjunction, I ended up losing, during the week of Super Bowl, when I thought I would gain like eight pounds because you eat like crazy, I lost two pounds. And I wasn't hungry. I wasn't starving. I start out every day with an enzyme. I start out every day with a meal replacement. I do my stuff from, from New Mail. I follow the diet regimen. But this product has done... And I'm getting people that are talking to me now going, your face looks better. Because I always look tired. I always had bags under my eyes and everything. You're, just your face looks better. And now, granted, you you know, I could shave a dog's ass and have it walk backwards and look better than I do. But you, you get what I'm saying. So I started going through this stuff, and I took it to my doctor. And I said, because I just, I, I'm, not, I'm a big person when it comes to believing in what's going in, in my body. Because uh, I've taken enough crap over the years that's kind of ruined me in some, so many ways. So I got into this, and this company with the enzymes and the Nourish meal replacement and certain things that I was doing in conjunction with, this stuff's fantastic, and uh, I believe in it. So I got in it, and uh, I work with Kristen on this stuff, and we kind of do it together. But if you go to Trinot, T-R-A-N-O-N-T, Trinot.com slash Bill Michaels. And there's a whole, now I know it's guys, it says beauty. Girls can do this stuff. I mean, the girls swear by it when it comes to looking better and skin before weddings and all that kind of crap. I mean, it's like craziness, craziness. But for guys, go to Trinant, T-R-A-N-O-N-T dot com slash Bill Michaels. And you go to the, the, the beauty supply stuff and you shop in the bundles. There's the feel good bundle. And that's what I do. When people ask me, what are you doing? That's what I do. Now you can do other stuff, but that's what I do. And it's not overly expensive. So if you're thinking about it and you want to try it, uh, there's an introductory offer right now you can go see. Uh, but it's it's fantastic stuff, so give it a shot. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
Gina Della from Pella. Unparalleled service from beginning to end. That's the Pella promise. And it all starts with a free consultation right in the comfort of your own home. Don't imagine. See for yourself how Pella can help change the beauty and curb appeal of your home. Or visit one of our three showrooms where you can experience the latest in technology and design innovations, like the new hidden screen, exclusively at Pella. Don't wait. Visit PellaWI.com today. Hour down, we got more to go. Uh, the bottom line, though, is uh, Mad Mad Reef, uh, and hopefully I'm saying that properly. And if I'm not, I apologize because I just butchered the hell out of your name. Uh, is I believe, and Mad Reef says the same thing. Is like, look, all the talk about the retirement. The, the only time Rogers would use the would use the retirement card is if maybe he just looks at that as the only way he can possibly kind of get what he wants uh because then if he retires and walks away it is what it is and the packers owe the roster bonus and all that kind of stuff and they have that salary cap hit that would 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 hurt the team um so he could say i'm going to walk away therefore you can't make a deal therefore you can't get draft choices or players or whatever so uh, he's playing he's coming back i'm I'm not that's really not even that much of a concern it's just that you got to work this out with him it's not it's not just as simple as saying, you know, toss him to the curb and throw him off to another team. It's there's there's more to it than that that has to be accounted for. So, um, but he's coming back. He's got a chip on his shoulder. He's coming back, no doubt about it. Stay tuned. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up, and it's coming up right after this.